0: How do nanoscientists actually see atoms? One of the best ways is to use a scanning tunneling microscope, or STM. This is a miniature STM made by the Swiss company NanoSurf. To see how this STM works, let's use the powers of virtual reality to fade away its covers and look inside. The heart of the STM is a needle-like probe that is almost atomically sharp. Here we zoom in about 10 million times so that we can actually see the atoms of the probe and the sample. We leave a gap of slightly less than 1 nanometer between the probe and the sample surface. If we put a voltage on the sample, electrons will try to jump from the tip to the sample by a process known as quantum mechanical tunneling. But as we move between atoms, fewer electrons succeed in making the longer jump. So the strength of the electrical current provides a measure of the separation between the probe and the sample. The shape of the sample is then measured by adding a feedback loop. This electrical circuit is designed to hold the current constant. It does this by moving the tip, maintaining the distance between the probe and the sample. But how can one possibly move the tip over these incredibly small nanometer distances? To answer that question, we need to go back out to the human scale. Here we see how the tip rests in two insulating blocks. The blocks are attached to a thin arm from an electrical circuit board. At the tip of this arm is a small block of piezoelectric crystal. These crystals have the unique property that they expand when a voltage is applied between their surfaces. Here, a voltage from the circuit board moves the tip closer or farther from the sample. We've exaggerated the size of this movement. In fact, with small enough voltages, we can get just the nanometer scale movement that we require. But we also want to scan the probe side to side and up and down across the sample. To move it side to side, another arm of the circuit board and another piezoelectric crystal are brought in from the side. And the up and down movement is added by a third arm and third crystal. This arm should come in from below, but because electrical circuit boards are flat, it sneaks in from the side. Its crystal rests on the top of a screw so that it can slide back and forth as the other arms are activated. Let's now look at how these piezoelectric crystals work together to create an atomic scale map of the sample surface. On the computer screen, pixel color is determined by the feedback voltage applied to the back crystal. Higher voltage means that the crystal is expanded to reach a dip on the sample surface. This draws a dark pixel. Lower voltage means the probe is pulled back from a bump on the sample surface. This draws a bright pixel. The voltages on the other crystals determine the position of each new pixel on the screen. As the voltage on the right crystal ramps up and down, the probe and pixels move side to side. As the voltage on the lower crystal increases, the probe and pixels move steadily upward. But piezoelectric crystals move only very, very small distances. So how at the start did we move the probe within a nanometer of the sample surface? This is done by another mechanism, shown here. The sample is mounted on the end of a cylinder. The front of the cylinder can slide left and right on two rails, but the back of the cylinder is held up in a cradle. Large piezoelectric crystals are glued to both sides of this cradle. To move the sample inward, the left crystal is slowly energized, causing the cradle to bend to the right. It is then turned off so quickly that the cradle snaps back, slipping across the surface of the cylinder. This motion is just repeated until a feedback loop senses electrical current between the probe and the sample. Voltages to the right crystal can then be used to remove the sample from the STM. This STM is so small and so simple that we are now using it in undergraduate classes at the University of Virginia. Nevertheless, its invention was so clever that it earned physicists Gerd Benig and Heinrich Rohrer the Nobel Prize in 1986.